rubbish podcast. You were just saying in the old days. In the olden days, it would have mattered how we set our mics up, but for the podcast, it doesn't matter. Hello and welcome to Mod Night is Rubbish episode number 104 and I got in before you got to say Mod Night is Rubbish. Why in the old olden days would it have mattered? Because it was tape. We, we record this podcast digitally. People are happy that we're talking about this now, aren't they? Yeah, tape. Tape. Cassettes. Cassettes. Cassettes are rubbish. They're apparently so, a resurgence. So There's a resurgence in cassettes and... Is that when the, the yeah. bit of tape comes out? Yeah, yeah, and, and you have to get you have to get a pencil a pen, yeah. to wind it back in. It's rubbish. Yeah. Modern tapes are still rubbish. Modern tapes are rubbish. Yeah. So, um, enough recording tech. Although I do love a record, maybe we need to do modern recording techniques are rubbish. Oh, I can't be bothered to shout it again. No, no, don't. So <laughs> yeah, let's get on with the art. Um, so. Two art exhibitions that I went to that I think we should talk about, Tom. Live shows with Marcus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went to uh, an, an episode. I didn't go to an episode. I didn't have an episode. I went to a, uh, an exhibition in the, on the Isle of Dogs. There was no dogs. And yeah, but I guess the land is made out of dog hinds. I don't know why it's called the Isle of Dogs in London, but but there you go. It's, for those of you who don't live in Britain, it's a, it's a place in London. Yeah. It's on the other side from Greenwich. So you think there might be a dog-related story as to why it's called the Isle of Dogs, or does it just look like a dog or something? I don't know. Dog-shaped. It must, they must have kept. I, or, this is the question, did they do hunting on there? That might be it. That they the king may have done hunting and kept his dogs there, his oh, hunting right, yeah. dogs. Henry VIII, Henry VIII got around everywhere with his dogs. So yeah, it was yeah. a it was a king's playground. Yeah, king's playground. So he could play with his. Why don't weapons? they call it the Isle of King's Playground? It doesn't work, <laughs> does it? Um, so I went to an Elizabeth Eid exhibition, and then also I went to an exhibition in the Phoenix Gallery in Brighton. And it was by, it was like three neurodiverse artists who were really interesting work. So we'll talk about that as well. Excellent. Yes. So let's get on. Tom, you were there remotely at this uh, episode. At this episode, at this gallery. It's not an episode. I don't know why I'm talking about episodes. Yes. The Elizabeth Eid Gallery. It was good, wasn't it? It was a good show. Oh, it was yeah, fantastic. Even remotely, did you appreciate the the vibe of the gallery? I did, yeah. Yeah, so I went there. And, uh, yeah, she's interesting. We talked about her previously. She was a uh, famous, famous, I suppose famous, but she had this, uh, one of her artworks was a machine that just spewed out everybody that she that's pissed her off oh right do you remember yeah. that one yeah it was like a it was like a big cabinet filing cabinet and it was just spewing out all these lines of tape yeah so there's some really interesting works one of them like the first one to talk about was called pandora's bat it's a baseball bat that's hanging down from the ceiling and it's got lots of sparkly kind of crystal crystally effect and it's got spikes on the on the bat as well quite a weapon it is quite a weapon it's quite a glamorous weapon yeah it's, it's yeah, a lot glamour, of glamour gla- glam rock weapon yeah 
And um, the actual... Dis- well, maybe glam punk. Glam punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's apparently it's an exploration of hostile events and how we respond to them. And I think, yeah, I, I, I when I saw it, because this was my take, is when I saw it, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, when when there is any kind of violence and stuff on telly, it's kind of a bit glamorised, isn't it? You know, it's like the Chris Burden we talk about getting yeah. shot. It's it's on TV so much. It's so ubiquitous. It's almost like it's kind of like we get this polished kind of version of what war is and violence. And yeah, stuff. but in real life, it's, almost, it's yeah, kind of horrible. Yeah, it's different in real life, isn't it? It's uh, not. It's but this is about TV or something. Yeah. But well, not about TV, but about the media and about. I think I think the whole show is about the media, and for me, it was about the media and how you know images and how glamour and uh, brands and how they sell themselves and the mix, the mixture of commerce and war and the violence. It's all, it's all one big blob. Yeah, big blob. Yeah, well, it's one big business. Big business. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that everything has become, and, and also I think violence in some ways has become quite desensitised to it. We're quite desensitised. I mean, I was, I think, I don't know if I spoke to previously on the pod about this, but I remember when there was a, uh, when the Yorkshire Ripper was around when I was a kid. Well, he, he wasn't around, like, hanging around me, but he was. it was in the news. And I remember people being really scared by that. yeah. And I remember asking my mum if I if we were a Catholic Catholics or prostitutes, and she said, "No, we're we're all right. We're neither." I think I meant to say Protestants because he was killing prostitutes, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the, the yeah. <laughs> you're looking at me like what? <laughs> yeah. No. So your little like um, child mind was thinking they were religious killings. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was prostitutes, not Protestants. And the thing is, is that, but there was real, real fear about when the the, the Yorkshire Ripper it was uh, uh, this man going around killing people, and then go fast forward about thirty odd years. Um, you had the, the one where you had the the Stranger in Ipswich and it was like big he- headlines, you know, this killer might be a serial killer and it was like all like sensationalised and like people scared to go out and the whole thing was almost like it's like it was a movie and it wasn't real and the horror wasn't real. Yeah, it's like the horror channel. Yeah, like the horror channel. I like the horror channel. Yeah. Yeah. Other channels are available. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so other other killers have existed yeah. as well. Yes, but don't try any of them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Well, a lot of these uh, items you could use for killing. Yes, I think although I will stress that like some of them like for instance the one I'm going to talk about now is is a uh, a gun that's been decommissioned, but it's actually a World War 2 gun. And the the art piece is called cease and desist and basically it's a luger gun which was originally owned by a nazi original nazi luger owned by him and um branded with the boss logo now famously hugo boss the fashion house designed the nazi uniforms oh yeah um, but what what interest in this piece is the description is is made to mark the politically colorblind decision by fashion house hugo boss to revert to the logo they used during the production 
of the SS uniforms. So they've gone back to their old logo, which they had when they were designing the uniforms. So it says here, it was made to mark the politically colourblind decision by Fashion House, Hugo Boss, to revert to the logo they used during the production of the SS uniforms. All right, so Hugo Boss made the SS uniforms, what, back in the day? Back in the day. And so there's, like, shame over it, is that what it is? Because basically they're outfits. The outfits didn't commit any crimes, did they? No, no, but they were bad, evil Nazi outfits. Well, I mean, that's... Stylishly bad. Yeah, we're we're not, like, modern fashion is rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Modern fashion is rubbish! I did always... I I actually had this question about it, yeah. (laughs) Welcome to modern fashion is rubbish. And I will say that I thought the American American army uniforms looked quite cool as well, but I thought the British army uniforms looked a bit rubbish. Right, yeah. I don't want to say that too loud, because it's not about the fashion of the uniforms, but... Well, you know, fashion is everywhere. Yeah, but the Americans look pretty fashionable in their 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 World stars and stripes, on, their World War Two uniforms. Yeah, World War I think II, they yeah. were up there with with the. Yeah, so this is a gun, Nordic. a decommissioned Nazi gun. Yeah, so it's it's got, in, but it's intentionally with Hugo Boss written on the handle. Yes, yes. to like. To like make light, bring to the open the point that they made the Nazi uniform. Well, it's an intersection between like you know the war and brands and glamour and the whole commerce. You know, it's the whole for me. The whole show is a lot of it is about the linking between commerce and art and brands and the, how the whole thing is all about war yeah, is but, about capitalism basically yeah but the cease mostly. and desist isn't that like referencing some other stories in uh, around Hugo Boss from the last couple of years didn't they like uh, wasn't there some other company called Hugo Boss in Wales or somewhere oh yeah there, was, they, there was the name and they said cease and desist using your, their name when there, was, was their there was there was one about or there was a removal I can't think there was a removal company that, that, <laughs> yeah. that had and to there was also the comedian changed his name to oh, Hugo yeah. Boss yeah there was, uh, was who was that oh I think that was Joe Lysett I think Joe it was some Lysett, kind of yeah. I think there was and also there was a uh, there was a guy I remember reading about who changed his name to Yorkshire Bank, you thieving bastards. And right, yeah. basically... You Nazi bastards. No, no. Well, they didn't call them Nazi bastards. <laughs> yeah. but stop, stop being like Gary Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> Although Gary Lineker, of course, never said that word. Um, yeah, so, so he actually changed his name to Yorkshire Bank, you thieving bastards. And apparently it was to... Uh, because you can't be sued for slander... If it's your name, it was, oh, right, it yeah. was years ago, so it was a legal loophole. So we changed his name, and they couldn't do anything about it because it was his name rather than it being a slanderous thing. Yeah, all right. So he cared more about uh, having his say over the bank than having, having a, a good, good name. Having a good name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting enough, when we look at that, there's another piece of Elizabeth I want to talk about, which was um, called Babushka. And they are Second World War shells, gold leaf and engraving. And, you know, you can see the intrinsic links between branding, capitalism and war. And I will actually put these on the website so people can see them. But it's pretty, they look really good. They're really well presented. And when you see them, you can see they've got like a, a famous logo all over them. 
I think it looks like the Louis Vuitton the logo. What these? Or yeah, the, no, the, the shells, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So these are like, they are, they're not old shells. They're ones she's created, made to look like old shells. No, they're original. They're, they're original. original, yeah, yeah. She's worked with all the original stuff, yeah. Yeah. So it was really interesting. And also, I mean, in the show, there was paintings as well. And there was some of her own old sculptures and stuff. So it was a really... I'll put some more pictures of that on the website so people can see some of the other works as well. So it was a really interesting, really well well curated show. Yeah, I mean, uh, we saw her show when she had a show down here. Yeah, yeah, it was very like, good. It was excellent, yeah. Yeah, we really interesting both really artist, enjoyed it. So I mean. fully recommended. And the whole um, show was called Don't Give Me Your Love If You Really Don't Mean It. This is a great style. What is your influence and how did you make it? It's a new serial killer range. Shall I give you my address? It's in Yorkshire. So, the next exhibition, Tom, I went to, I'd have got a great title. It was at the Phoenix Gallery in Brighton. It's called Lucy Jack Gabby, which sounds like a 1980s kind of rom-com. Okay, it was, yeah. It does, but it's actually a... Uh, it's actually um, a uh, show that was on the Phoenix Brighton. And it's really interesting now. I've just got to explain what, what the show was about. It's a show that was put on by the Phoenix Gallery in conjunction with the Project Work Art Project Artworks, which is a place based in Haiti, Hastings, in Haiti. No, it's in Hastings. <laughs> There's a big difference between Haiti and Hastings, isn't there? Um, Project Artworks is a supported studio which collaborates with people with complex support needs and circles of support. Their practice intersects with art and care, practical support, film projects and exhibitions. And their studios provide the conditions for a broad range of collaborative practices with neurodivergent artists who take part on their own terms. So getting to show the work. Now, the thing is, is that the artwork was really interesting. Now, I got to actually speak to Lucy, one of the artists. Now, Lucy, I think one of her, one of one of the things that she has is um, she's 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 autistic, but she's really her work is really interesting because I've probably talked about this previously on the pod, but work when we when we start drawing, she draws her drawings are not child kind of childlike um but when we draw as children we a lot of children have perfect composition so her paintings are beautifully composed she she has these beautiful drawings of um things that she's in and she's inspired by things like disney lots of lots of characters she sees in 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 films and what she does is she paints, but when you see the painting, she paints beautifully. The paintings are beautifully composed. The actual colours are really well well done. And then when you look at the way she does skies and everything, she uses different textures and different colours. So they're actually really great paintings. Now, they're very childlike and naive in their quality when you look at them, but they are so perfectly composed and so perfectly unique and full of joy. And that's what I really enjoyed about them when I saw them. Yeah. And... Uh, Actually, Tom, here's a little clip of the interview I did with her because I, I did a Instagram live. So should we have a little listen to that? Yeah, let's get it on. Christmas one. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's very Christmassy, isn't it? The Grinch. Where's the Grinch? Oh, no. Yeah, and he's taking the presents. Yeah, he's not. 
He's got quite a big bag. I'll tell you what, that person there does not look happy about the Grinch at all. No, I that's the Grinch again. I did it two times. He's made his escape, isn't he? He's got. Is that is that him there when he's stealing the presents? Yeah. And that's when he knows he's got away with it. Not Maybe for long, Grinch. He's really thought about not doing it. Yeah. He's not he's not yeah. <laughs> Tell him not to steal the presents. He's brilliant. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of joy in your pictures. There's not often, joy is not always painted as much as it should be. Oh, that was fascinating. Sorry, we haven't, I haven't actually heard it yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 you've broken the fourth wall. It's not the fourth wall, is it? I don't know what No, that was, really, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked the bit <laughs> insert here, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was really good though. Yeah, so Tom, you'll have to trust me. It was a really good and really, really lovely to meet her, and she's really inspirational. And what I found interesting is I spoke to her mother about her art, and actually said how good I thought it was. It's really, I know she does it for joy, and it's just for purely for her own kind of joy, and she likes painting and everything. But actually, the artwork when you see it is actually really good. It's really good. It's no, it fr- is at a gallery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's going to be really good, yeah. But yes. No, I mean, I, I spoke to another artist who was uh, in the gallery and they really like it as well. I, I just think sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be from famous people, as I said. It can just be from someone who's just doing art and because it's so much joy in her characters and it features things like the Grinch. The Gr- There's one picture there i think you've got the christmas one there actually um yeah basically with the grinch and he stole the presents and then you've got a happy grinch after he's stolen all the presents which is a bit bitch brutal really wow that nasty grinch but again she's done her own take on the character so even when she paints disney or paints horses she she makes them her own and puts and there's always a there's always elements of joy in her paintings which I love. Yeah, I like the way that the horses have a unique number of legs. Yes, and also they're they're from above and not from the from the side. Yeah. So she's got a she's got a unique for perspective. It's it's like an adult who's never lost that childlike uh, wonder, and and it's beautiful in painting to see it. It's really good. Well, it takes one to know one, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> um, also, I should mention as well that there were um, some other artists there. There was Jack and Gabby. Now, Gabby, uh, Jack does a lot of skull paintings. There's just, he's, he's all skulls. But it's very interesting what he's done. I know skulls do crop up a lot in art and everything, but he's... He has his own very unique take on it. So I, I like those kind yeah. of like they're very in your face. Well, I suppose skulls are in your face, literally, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so that's Jack. And also um, Gabby, she does these sculptures. She gets like pipes cleaners and makes sculptures. So I wanted to obviously give a shout out to her as well because they were very interesting as well. But of course, these two artists weren't there. So that's why I spoke to Lucy. And, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, well, good good one, Marcus. Yeah, so we enjoyed it. And there you go. Yeah. Well, we enjoyed it. I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed hearing it. It's good, it. yeah. <laughs> so, ends episode number 104, Tom. 
Wow, that went past so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So where can uh, people find out more about us? Please visit us on uh, Modernised Rubbish social media handles and modernisedrubbish.com. Join our mailing list. Five-star review, if you can, on iTunes. That'd be great. Or Spotify or your chosen podcast thingy. And if it's possible, subscribe here. If not, just don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's just bye then. Goodbye. Bye.